אוקיי, נקרא לך ברנים. Moshe Heschel was his name. They, it was her, it's her cousin, Moshe Legit Shabbos. So I told her we found a picture of him and everything. And we, he was the brother of the Kapishnitsa Rebbe. And he became a shtickle Breslover chassid before the World War II. Breslovers would gather in the years that Uman was closed. Breslovers would gather in, um, I, have, I have the pages, I have copies, whoever needs. Page, um, Breslovers would gather in Lublin by Reb Meir Shapira and Yeshivas Chachmei Lublin for the Breslover kibbutz, for the Breslover gathering in Rosh Hashanah. And in fact, Reb Meir Shapira, the Atma, was chazan in that minion, Musaf, Rosh Hashanah. Reb Meir Shapira was chazan, the Breslover kibbutz in, 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 uh, in Lublin. Moishle would go there. 
And he, when Reb Shlomo met him as a little kid, it's not a big deal, just take a paper and... Not, not, not rocket science. When, when, um, when Moshe Le would go there, he learned from the older breast of Rechassidim this melody. And the older wrestlers told him that that was actually Rabbi Nachman's nigun. So this nigun, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos. It's actually Rabbi Nachman's nigun. That's how you would daven with this nigun. And, huh? and Boaz's nigun, that's right. So the Chovet Boaz, the Chovet Shabbos. He did? of is opening the gates for. He did, right? Oh, that warms my heart because I haven't heard him. I haven't heard him in ages say it. Wow, Baruch Hashem. Huh? Wow, wow. Okay, for the Rafur Shleim of Boaz, we should learn. Chaverim, let's open up Perek Chet. It's in Daf Ein Vav in this farm that you have. Whoever needs a page, it's over there in the back on the bima. So, um, and. I think there's already like three requests this week for the Sefer. We're going to do it. We're going to do another run and get more Sfarim. Okay. What the Tzaddik, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter, Shlita, is going to be taking us on a journey today, on the, today and probably the next few weeks, is the concept of the tshuva that happens on Shabbos. And this is a very big Indian. Tshuva, as we know already, is not something that's limited to the Zmanim of Elul and Tishrei. We know tshuva is kola shanakula. Now the Indian is like this. Very, quite often, Shabbos, especially here in Shirat David, so much is happening, constantly, so much is going on, where we're unaware of avodas that are happening, and avoda that is possible, that it's opportunities that are open for us, that can take place on Shabbos itself. Now, if I tell someone, by the way, there's a great opportunity to do tshuva this week, the face that you have when someone says that is not exactly, well, where do I sign up? It's more... Okay, I gotta get my act together, Nachon. What about if someone told you, just by being you and being the Simcha, that's a tremendous tshuva that you could do this week? So you'll say, listen, this is not the hippie gathering of, uh, <laughs> this is not San Francisco in 1965 here. What are you talking about? Well, what happens on Shabbos, the Pneumius of Shabbos, the Pneumius of Shabbos, is getting engaged in a world of tshuva that happens mimela, that's already happening. And, and this sheer is to tap into the consciousness of something that's mimela already happening. Very similar to what David Sachs was speaking about earlier in this week, that every moment there's so much hischachos, there's renewal taking place all the time, every single second. Like uh, an example, do you know how much renewal happened from the moment that you walked into shul this morning or a few minutes ago into right now? How much hischachos? So if it's happening anyway, Hasidus is trying to bring you to tap into the consciousness of what's already happening. And we've said this so many times, Shabbos is already happening, Mimela. Wouldn't it be great to take advantage of it? So this is based on the 58th teaching of Nikutim Maharan. It's a long teaching, it's a hard teaching. He's going to take one paragraph, basically a paragraph and a half, and show us something really, really wonderful and beautiful. And as, like he says, Azmana Mesugal Tshuva Me'ahava, wouldn't you like that? Zman that's fit for tshuva, ka, tshuva me'ahava and for chapara kala without affliction. Kapara without affliction. Rabbeinu mevi kama pa'amim belikutim ma'aran sheshabes u bechinas tshuva. 
Many throughout Likute Maran, Rabbi Nachman does speak about this concept, obviously the same letters, that Shabbos is the Bechina of Tshuva, Ubi Yechud Betorah Nunchet. So in the 58th, if any, if any of you have seen this before, in the 58th teaching, in the Kute Maran, it comes out really strong. Because of the Al Yedei He'aras Shabbos, Nisorer Ha'olam Lechuva Me'ahava. Through the illumination of Shabbos, the world wakes up for Tshuva out of love. Tshuva Me'ahava. Ki Shabbos Bechinas Tshuva. Bechinas Veshavta Ad Hashem Elokecha. Now, this is, this is a, a good thing to get our Hasidic lingo and have it in check. The Rebbe Rabbi Nachman says over here, when it says, This is on Shabbos, I feel like it's possible. You know, to, to get a year to believe in Shuvah, you have to feel like it's possible. And quite often people don't, don't, continue the process of becoming Bali Tshuva because they don't really see that it's possible. They don't feel like it's possible to be close. However, the most beautiful thing happens that on Shabbos, I feel that it's possible. Why? Because I'm living it in the moment. This experience of closeness is not something that I have to, I need a PSS nerve visualization to imagine what it would be like to feel close. Why? Because it's happening right in front of me. My Shabbos is on. Shabbos is happening right in front of me. So that which I always think of, wow, could it be? Is it possible? It's happening right in front of me. This, Rabbi Nachman says, awakens this thing called tshuva me'ahava. Because this is just love. I love this. This is what I see. It's not what I love. And he brings us to a concept that's called ahava besa'anugim. Ta'anugim. Obviously connected to the word onik. The Alter Rebbe speaks about this quite at length as well. What this level of pleasure is when when um, where's Chaim? When uh, no, when he came, he stayed by you. Um, no, come on, you, you, Label Wolf. Yeah, thank you, thank you. No pressure. <laughs> when when Reb Label Wolf was here, and he gave a shir Shabbos afternoon upstairs, and he said, um, "What's the purpose of this world?" Right? What's the purpose of being in this world? And everyone's thinking of like some really smart and deep answer. And he said, the purpose of this world is to experience pleasure. That's what he said, right? Huh? Right, but when a, when a Chabatzker says it to you on a Shabbos afternoon, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna tug at him, right? So he, that's what he said. Okay, it's like, but he obviously he developed it tremendously. What Rabbi Nachman's going to explain to us over here is what is the world of Oneg in Rabbi Nachman's language. And we already know the Karata the Shabbat Oneg. We know that we know that Pasuk as well. So the tshuva that comes out of love, and again, tshuva that comes out of love usually stems from seeing that that which I dream of is happening to me right now in front of me. Tshuva out of Yira, I don't always move forward with because I don't really it seems like there's so many stumbling blocks that are before me, right, in order to get to where I want to be. But when tshuva me'ahava is happening in front of me, when the oneg of Shabbos is happening in front of me, then the karata la Shabbat oneg, there's a hit orerut of tshuva. That's really what it is. We just, we don't call it that, but that's what it is. It's an awakening of tshuva that happens every single Shabbos. I am where I want to be. I am where I need to be. Kol melachta everything is taken care of. 
And this introduces us into the world of onig, of real pleasure. And you know that real pleasure means that you wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world. With all other simchas in life, and good places we're in, it's good, but I'm still thinking about what's happening over there. Real onig, real pleasure, is that there's, it's kivyachol that nothing is happening in the world. Nothing else is happening in the world. Where I am, like Hillel says, right? What did Hillel say? Imani kan, hakol kan. Like that kind of, right? That kind of level. If I'm here, everything is here. So first of all, I'll give us a bracha, without even moving forward, that at our Shabbos tables, we should feel like onik, that, that everything, I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world. I'm not thinking about what's happening at anyone else's Shabbos table. Aleph. Bez, of course, in shul. I'm not thinking about what's happening anywhere else. And every part of Shabbos is a manikana kolkan. This brings us into the world of oneg, which is his orus of tshuva me'ahava. Tshuva out of love. Tshuva out of love is, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else in the world than in this moment right now. Both in zman and makom. For instance, with makom was very easy what we said right now. Zman is, you know, the churban of, of your world is when on Shabbos, you actually think for a second, I wish it was Sunday. I wish it was Monday. Now, you know, Rahman al it's not their fault. No one ever gave them a taste of Shabbos. How many hundreds of thousands of people think like that? Because for them, Shabbos is what they can't do. So therefore, in their mind, on a Zman level, they now have no connection to the Oneg of Shabbos because they don't want to be in Shabbos. They want to be in Sunday. They want to be in Monday out of a holy reason. Because they don't want to sin. <laughs> they don't want to do an Avera right now. And they know that by doing what they want to do is an Avera. It's like, I wish I wasn't here. I wish it wasn't like this. Three star, dude. Is it out yet? Right? Is it out yet? That's not Oneg. Anyone that checks for three stars, it's, it's hard to say that they're plugged into the world of Oneg Shabbos. Very, very hard to say that. Yosef, you had a question. Okay, weiter. Vahainu. Kmo of course, you have a moment of awakening from Yira. Of course, you have that. So too, you have a moment of awakening with Tshuva Me'ahava. Tshuva Me'ira, quick explanation that's clear to all of us. Tshuva Me'ira is a person wakes up, he wants to, he wants to stop doing bad things. He wants to know what he's doing, which is wrong. He wants to make sure he stays away from any iser de oraisa or de rabbanon. And he does a cheshban nefesh, a sincere cheshban nefesh, and says, I got to get my act together. She'al kol davar mishpat, because I'm, I'm going to have to pay for everything. When at one time, when, when I was already out of high school, my brother told me this in, in Yula, the Kala Rebbe came to, uh, Jerry, yours is the smacker? Yours was the smacker? So yeah, he came, you, know, you know him? You know, you know the, the, the Kalver Rebbe that would... Uh, anyone meet him? Pinch. Huh? Pinch also. The, if you're lucky, it's a pinch. If it's not lucky, it's a... Right. So my brother in his high school, uh, in Eula, it, they were their junior year, and they're waiting online uh, to go inside, and someone's taking their time, like, like mom is taking their time, and they're with the Kalver Rebbe. And, and you know, no one sees who's in the room with them. They're waiting and waiting. And finally, after like, this, is take, this guy's taking longer than anyone else. Jack, the, the janitor, 
the, the African-American janitor comes out of the room from the call of a rabbi. And he's going, he's going like this. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, did that just happen right now, right? So they're like, they're all thinking, did the call of a rabbi just smack Jack, right? And he's coming outside like this. And then they asked him, what happened? He, and he said, I'm, I'm gonna, one word, I'm, one four-letter word I'm going to omit. He said, well, he basically said, I got to get my together. And he was so happy. Like, he basically said, I got to get it together, right? So it's like, he even, the tzaddik can reach even, you know, Jack, the, the janitor of Yula, to do a cheshbon nefesh. All right, so that is tshuva. It's, it's the beginning of tshuva miyira. We have those moments. I got to get it together. I got to get it together. That's tshuva miyira. I, I, I don't, I don't want to know. I want to know. Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is not bliss. I want to know what I'm doing that's creating a mechitza between my nefesh and the Rebbe I want to know what that is. Ve'yishnan, on the uh, second line, on the second column, Ve'yishnan onshim kashim umarim rachman al-itzlan. There's some very hard and bitter punishments that come with this. Ve'zem me'oreret ha'adam le'tshuva. This awakens person to tshuva. Ve'ali yedei ze'yazov rashadar ko ve'yish oven machshosov. Ve'yoshov el-Hashem v'yirachameu. We said many times during Elul and during Tishrei. So too. There are people that come and they do tshuva because they do a cheshbon and they realize in the big picture, who am I? Who am I? What am I? I'm, I'm, I'm a bria shpeilo meusa. Murad kivyocho, sorry, And I'm so to speak rebelling against the creator of the world, the Ikar, the source of the whole world, and I'm gonna rebel against the creator of the world, like a moment of just perspective, you know, a moment of perspective with all my machshavas of what should be. I have a little bit of shiflus before the Torah. Right? Shiflus before the Torah, with all my machshavas. Shiva's before the Torah. You know, David Sachs called me. He left me a message after he left here. He said, you know, there's one thing I forgot to tell you. When we got into a cab at the airport, he said, him and his wife, and they were going to, wherever they were going, he said, a, 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 Yemenite, a, a non-religious Yemenite Israeli cab driver picked them up. And he said to them, he looked at David. Now, David usually wears a hat during the week. Maybe he was wearing a, a maybe it wasn't a hat, it was a keeper. I don't know, but usually... He always wore a hat, a baseball hat. So the, this, this uh, Yemeni taxi cab, the driver, asked him, Tagidi, He's probably used to picking up American tourists, and maybe this is like a topic that has come up in the past. So this non-religious Yemeni taxi uh, driver said to David, uh, David said, you know, we're, we're Orthodox. So the guy says to him, "Wala, toda, ani lo mevin ech mishu yachol liachlit limrod b'Torah velagid sheze lo nachon veshetchim lasot mashu acher." Ani, aravai shani skelish mor Shabbat. It's like such an, <laughs> such an axiomatic meaning. He's saying it's 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 just beyond me how someone can say that the Torah you know is updated and we have to get an updated version of the Torah and hopefully one day I'll be zeichel to keep Shabbos also right so meaning he know, he his non Torah abidance 
is not necessarily rebelling. He knows, Basha, he knows he's not in the right place. To come and say, no, you know, I have to... He's not anti. Huh? He's not anti. He's, he wishes he could be there, but he's not going to come up and come up with a new Torah, a new updated version of the Torah. But it's, but there are, so there are moments in my life where I realize all my, all my, all my, uh, all my, um, Hasagas that I've gotten, Vichule, Vichule, Maspikvar. Maspik with all the new tires I made up this year. Maspik Limrod. And that can give you a jolt of Chuva Meira. And I get a thing, oh my God, I've Mamish rebelled. Whether it's small things or big things, I Mamish rebelled. Because I decided that in 2022, things should be different. And then I have a moment of saying, who am I? Who am I? Stop. Jolt of His Orus of Chuva Meira. And that's needed. Third line from the bottom. It's Rahman al-Islam when we realize we're, we're going through pain and affliction, I realize I got to get it together. But what turns on the button of tshuva me'ahava? What's that? What's that? Onik. So we're good. This, is, this is basically the world of Shabbos. Very good, Brenner. This is the world of Shabbos. B'yeshi solus shel tshuva me'ahava Ve'olsa tshuva shenim shechas al yedei Shabbos. Hi tshuva me'ahava. Like basically, that's what Kabbalah, that's what the Psukim, the, the Mizmorei Teilim that we say Friday night describes how the whole world is waking up. Even the, even the Briat, Az Yiraninu Kol Atzeyar, right? It's good to stop and acknowledge that we don't understand 90% of the stuff that we say again in Shul. So let's start for a second. Nehara simcha uchaf. What does that mean? Right. So it was only one minion that I was part of. Of course, the, 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 my hippie chavra in LA. Everyone would start nehara simcha uchaf because everyone's a water, everyone's like a, a river, everyone's a, a lake, whatever, you know. So everyone feels it. Nehara simcha uchaf. Yachad harim yiraneinu. Together the mountains will come and praise Hashem. All the trees of the forest will come in and... This is, this is describing in the Bria itself, in creation itself. And we're part of creation. This is why it keeps on saying, fourth line, The whole world is waking up from Tshuva Me'ahava and Shabbos. The holiness and sanctity of Shabbos brings out an oneg, a tainug, a pleasure, of being close to Hashem, and a tainug, for many people, avodas Hashem, the connotation is, it's, it's supposed to be hard, and it doesn't matter if it feels good. Now that's true, maybe for the beginning. But that's not the point. That's not how it's supposed to end up. At a certain point, this thing called the Vodas Hashem and showing up 
and davening and learning and, and developing relationship with Hashem. Nothing else is supposed to feel it bless you. Nothing else is supposed to feel as good. It is supposed to be the most pleasurable thing in the world. It's supposed to fill us in a place that, again, like we said, I would choose to never be anywhere else. You know, Reb Shlomo Ziyot said next week, it's already, it's in the air, all these titles you're saying, they're always in the air, but I, I'm feeling it very strongly, especially Maishal Ziyot said. Reb Shlomo had a perush on Makedusha, means he had many perush, and one of them was, holiness means that I could do what I'm doing right now for the rest of my life. That I would, I can, I, I have no, I'm not thinking at all of this ending. That's a holy moment. A holy moment is that I, 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 this could happen forever. So I was at a, a wedding last week. My brother-in-law's brother, Yehuda, Hanakim's brother, Moshe Ephraim. So I said, under the chuppah by the Kiddushin, maybe that's what Kiddushin is all about. That that moment of establishing this holy moment of, called Kiddushin, it's basically the, the chassan telling the kala, hariat mekudeshes to me, Right? What does that mean? It means that for me, I don't ever want to be, I'm, I'm bringing down this energy of, I don't want to ever be with anyone else. And being with you, I don't ever want to think about not being with you. I want this to happen forever. What's a holy Shabbos? The anti-three-star movement. What's a holy davening? No clock. So that's been like the common theme of guests coming, noticing that there's no clocks on the wall upstairs. Hopefully... That won't be the, the, the comment. <laughs> Hopefully that people won't even notice that there's no clock, you know, but that it could last forever. That I can be in this and it could stay forever. Okay, so this is onik. This is pleasure. Pleasure isn't, wow, this feels so good. I hope I remember this later in the day. I'm not thinking about later in the day. My d- Stewie, my friend Stewie in LA, it was one time online, going to say goodbye to Reb Shlomo. Reb Shlomo was saying to someone in front of him, the guy that was saying goodbye to him, he says, brother, you're the best. You're the best. Thank you so much for coming. Then the guy walked away, and then he was about, and Then when he saw my friend Stewie, he said, ah, oh, brother Stewie, it's either Mamish, the best of the best. And he called him out on it. He said, come on, I just heard you say to that guy, you're the best of the best. And he said to him, it's true. When I was talking to him, you didn't, you, you weren't, you didn't exist. That, that's tshuva mehava. That's a moment of pleasure with another human being. That's Shabbos. That's what we strive for. That's what we aim for. Now imagine that we always call the days of Mashiach Yom Shekulo Shabbos. So we're never going to be running anywhere other than making sure that we're always with what's in front of us at this moment and there's nowhere to run to. There's nowhere to run to. There's no meeting to run to. This is Musa for myself. I was realizing in the middle of the week, God, I feel like I'm, so many good things are happening to me and, I, and I'm not taking account of it because I'm always thinking about where I have to be. And I said, I have to, there's got to be some tshuva out of this. You know, it was a jolt to my system. I'm like, wow, I'm missing out. It's not bad things, it's good things, but because there's always somewhere to go to, how much on it could actually happen when I know I have to run somewhere else? Whatever, that's all I'm Okay, so now let's go back inside. In the middle of the paragraph, this is what Rabbi Nachman said later in that Torah, Nunches Nikutim Aran, that Tshuva Hi Me'ahava Bechinas Ahava Besanugim. 
That's what he said. Rabbi Nachman said, Tshuva out of love is the aspect of Ahava Bata'anugim, this love, this pleasurable love. This love of delights, this love that comes from this, such an exalted place, is really rooted in the Tainug of Shabbos. So Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying the highest level of tshuva is tshuva me'ahava. The etzem of the day of Shabbos. Where else do we have, like, when we talk about the etzem of a day? Right, I was going to say Purim. Right, because everyone said, Itzumo shel yom echaper by Yom Kippur. Well, that means that also, that's why it means like Purim, Itzumo shel yom echaper also, right? But the etzim of the day itself, whether you like it or not, is causing something. You might as well tune into what it's causing. So the etzim of the day of Shabbos, just the day itself, brings about, what did he say over here? Etzim, Hutshuva ilav, etikon nifla l'cholam Yisrael. This brings a tremendous, uh, oh, 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 the most exalted level of tshuva and opens the gates for Al Am Yisrael to feel close again. That's what's happening in the real, real world. And then the Kasav Rabbi Nachman continues and he says, Now he goes into it inside over there, but this is beautiful. Why is it on Shabbos we have to have Lechem Mishnah and not one, one piece of bread? So there's many different words. The way he holds it is that you have to, it's not enough to have tshuva meira, you have to have tshuva me'ahava too. So lechem mishnah, double portion, alludes to a completion of the world of tshuva. Lechem mishnah, kemamar chazal, kan me'ahava, kan meira. And he quotes the Gemara and Sota in that lesson, actually, Reb Nassim inserted this into the text of Likute Maran. It says in the Gemara and Sota, Greater is the person that does things out of love than the person that does things out of awe, out of fear. It's a beautiful Gemara. The Gemara says that a person that does tshuva out of yira, the effect of that tshuva lasts for a thousand years. But a person that does tshuva out of hava, that effect lasts for 2,000 years. The greatest examples would be, you know, like when, I, when, you, when you think like, what does it mean it lasts, it affects? Like we don't understand these things. What does it mean it trickles down? So one of the perushim there explains is that the descendants of a person, that the tshuva out of hava can feel it for 2,000 years. As opposed to a descendants of a person, the tshuva out of yira, they feel it for 1,000 years, as opposed to 2,000 years. And we're like, we're thinking in context of like, hopefully they feel it for like a few, one Shabbos, you know, a few days, one month. This is the Gemara says, a thousand, two thousand years. Tshuva Ahava, Alpaim, right? Sorry, not in two thousand years. Alpaim Dor, generations, much more than two thousand years. Ali de Tshuva Me'ahava Ose Chesed Alafim. Bechamuvan, also, you, it's known, Shenichlal Ba Gamken Yira Ila Besod Bereshis. 
within the tshuva out of Ahava, don't worry, there is the highest, most exalted level of tshuva uh, in the, in the, of yira, of yira is in it as well. Meaning when you're doing real tshuva me'ahava, yira is included within it as well. Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shech is saying, besod bereshis, which is alluded to in the secret of the word bereshis, as we know, the, the Zohar says this, Osios yare Shabbat, yare Boshet. But the Zohar Kodr says, you know, the Zohar takes the word Bereshis and cuts it up into every single, you know, combination of letters, that, uh, of words that it could form. Eish, breeze, Bez, Reishis, yare Shabbat, yare Boshet, the Yira that comes from Shabbos, the Yira that comes from Boshet, it's all included in the word Bereshis. He says, real tshuva, the complete tshuva, is a Shabbos where you actually allow yourself to feel rested. Now, I have this, sometimes like, especially when the kids are little, my father, you know, he wants, he, 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 it's, it's cute, he says to me, okay, Five little kids, like, my, you know, like, we all know we've spoken about this many times. Shabbos, for many of us, is the least restful day of the week. For many of us, for many of us, it actually is restful. But what kind of rest are we talking about? Oneg, in the deepest sense, brings naicha to the neshama. It brings a rest to the soul. Yeah, physically, maybe I don't sleep as much as I'd like to. There's no inyan to see how many hours I could sleep on Shabbos. It's not what the Torah was referring to. When it speaks about, you know, it's that the soul has a menucha from wandering around looking, what am I supposed to be doing in this world? The soul's at rest. And that's tshuva shlema. There's no greater, there's no greater level of tshuva when your soul feels at home, and is benaychan, is not running to the next thing to try to fill it with something else. It's, it's not even a little anymore. It's now that we don't have cell phones on Shabbos. You feel, yeah. You, you really feel, yeah. you don't have to respond to your emails, your texts. It, you don't even have to be a big chassid. You just... It's like automatic. Phone, yeah. It's like, you feel like, you know, just... Yeah, it's right there. Nachon. Are you, like you landed... <laughs> Is that what you meant? Like you're finally here? No, you're not. Oh, nachas. I'm here, yeah. yeah. It's an anchor. Yeah, very good. And if you don't have it, the Baal Shem Tov says you have the opposite, which is a nega, which is an affliction. It's a very famous tale from the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh. Aval tshuva shleim ahu bechinas shabbos sheyesh lo naicha. It's... I'm going to take all these words, nachas, ogen, all these things. You're in, you're here. En lecha le'an larutz. I don't need to be anywhere. I don't have to run anywhere. And by the way, this doesn't mean that you end up staying in shul for 15 hours. It could mean davening is actually much shorter. It's not about the length of time because you go beyond time. 15 minutes can feel like an hour and a half. People always ask me, oh, so you're makbit to daven like really long on Friday night? I'm like... No, he's like, what, you daven short? I'm like, no. So you daven long? Like, no. Like, it's not, it's, it, it's just not, that's not the, that's not, it's 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 not,
It's not in the realm of time, it's oneg. It could be an olam azeh, very short. Because it's, but it's nothing to do with, with actual time spans. It's not saying. Huh? Hello, I hate that question. Right, I, I can't stand, I can't stand that question. Oh, yeah? Well, we, we were, we were too, you know, we did to 2.30. Wow. Am I supposed to feel guilty now that I, you know, felt like my kids felt like they came out of Mitzrayim and we all went to sleep at one? Your kids felt like they came out of Mitzrayim. Yes, but you finished at one, you know. Marching the cartons. Aval tshuva shleimo bechinas Shabbos sheyesh lo naicha ki ba Shabbos ba menucha sheyesh lo menucha mikol v'kol v'nitcha hara legamre. So Rabbi Nachman says. What is, what is tshuva shleima? That the ra is nidcha, legamre. Anything that can come and interrupt the naicha of the nefesh is nidcha. It's, it's like pushed in. Ubarachayim al-Kodosh al-Aposo kivo shavas, kasav v'zele shana al-Kodosh. What does it mean that in it he, re, he, he, he shavat, kivo shavat mikol melachto. Shabbat, as you remember, the last few years with Shvitot, right? <laughs> we shouldn't even say that word, it's like an Ayn Hara, right? The Shvita with this, uh, you know, strikes. What does it mean he's refrained? So the Rechaim HaKadr says like this, Kizulis HaShavis, if Shabbos wasn't in the world, Ein HaSaga Ba'olam Lehakir Lichsof Ulechalos Elabore. It's a very deep diuk in the words here. I want you to pay attention to the words here. Lorachayim says, if Shabbos wasn't in the world, there would be no concept of recognizing what it means to long for Kirvas Hashem. Now, you can only really long for something once you tasted it. That's what Lorachayim HaKadosh is saying. If I never tasted Shabbos, I have no idea what I'm longing for. So tshuva meyira is a problem. Why? Because tshuva meyira, I don't necessarily taste what I'm longing for. I just tasted what I don't long for. So I'm trying to get out of it. But that is not Shabbos. Shabbos is tasting what I'm longing for and wanting more and more of it. And this last Elul, and the women's sharing was coming up a lot more. Lavoda wasn't just noticing all the things that we, that we do wrong, that need the cheshbon nefesh, the tshuva meyira. But it's just as important, and in some cases, it's even, ju- it's even more important, to put a dagesh on moments where you feel oneg, and commit yourself to setting your life up to have more of those moments. That's the shleimus of tshuva. That's Shabbos. Isn't that kind of like what the whole cousin of the beast has done? The whole cousin of the beast has right? The visualization. The visualization of it. As my avdel, that on Shabbos, I don't have to visualize. Kivyachal. Shalashuris, remember he says you have to because you know that Shabbos is coming out and the neshama starts freaking out and be like, oh, wait a second, what's going to be? I reached Oneg and he says, uh, only on Shalashuris you have to work, he says, on more on the act of visualizations. But, and that's why the lights, he says, dafka are out by the Hasidic dishes. You know, they don't, they, even Shabbos clock, there's no, it's in darkness, because they want you to tap into your senses. But on Shabbos itself, where I am is what I long for, and I want more of it. So when this, if this is a, you know, when this kind of teaching comes, comes about, we realize, wow, it's Erev Shabbos. 
We have an amazing opportunity this Shabbos to do Shulah. And we should be blessed to find ourselves in situations and set ourselves up in places. Shabbos tables, shuls, environments that are mamash, that cultivate this type of Torah. And Be'ez HaShem will continue with this next week. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos, Shukran.